is up. How do you say up in Spanish? Arriba. Arriba. <laughs> All right. <laughs> que paso? Arriba. Right? Oh, no. Whatever, it's close enough. Yeah. This is the SFU podcast number 28. Ooh. I was just what is say, it? I thought it was 27. No, it's Mason's 28, was yeah. 27. Yeah. This is, uh, what is it? 28. 28. 28. Cabrones. I speak fluent Spanish, as you can probably tell already. I was going to say something, but I'm not going to now. Say it. No, it's inappropriate. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of Spanish speaking people. Yeah. Um, because uh, looking at the analytics, it looks like a lot of people in like Colombia and uh, places like that, they uh, they speak Spanish there, <laughs> I believe, in yeah, Colombia, yeah, yeah. and uh, or at least they understand Spanish speak as well as speak Colombian. it. Colombian. Yeah, so they probably understand what the fuck you're talking about. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what we're gonna talk about, at least for a for a for a jaunt is uh, we're going to focus a little more on some of the negative consequences oh, yeah. of using illicit drugs. Now, I was looking at some statistics about this stuff because, you know, statistics. Yeah. Just like stonks, very important. <laughs> stonks. Stonks and statistics, very important. <laughs> very tight pants are very important. Keep your pants tight. You keep your pants tight and everything will be fine. That's Anyways. It. I think it was in 2017 was the last time that, a, that an actual study was done. But I think it's ramped up since then. But in 2017, 38% of Americans were in the, in the throes of some sort of illicit drug addiction. And one in eight, one out of every eight Americans were addicted to alcohol and illicit drugs yeah. simultaneously. Right. Which is a ridiculously large number because if you watch commercials, like one out of every, f you know, four out of five dentists recommend Colgate. Yeah, it's it it's it's an impactful statement. What is that what other dentist per, like? What do you think he's like? He just all natural. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? Okay. Charcoal. Yeah, yeah. Dirt. Maybe he's you know what I mean? maybe he's right. Mud. Maybe he's right. People. He uses a uh, soylent green. There you go. Is okay. people. Is what he uses, okay. but yeah, thirty-eight percent. If now, if you think about that, fucking close to half. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? True that. Twelve percent more. Yeah, is half. H a l l f. Half. Half of Americans are <laughs> addicted to fucking crack rocks and all sorts of crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't think they counted weed in that because weed's not an illicit I don't drug. I don't see. Like, why. I don't know exactly what they mean when they say illicit. And um, just really it makes quick, me too, think like, meth, coke, heroin. If people, if somebody out there is like, I'm addicted to weed. Shut I'm not up. saying it's whatever. That's if you're you not think, addicted to weed. If you think weed. you have a problem with it, then fine. But it's weed, man. You're not addicted to weed. No. Weed, like all the study, people can say, yes, you can have, okay, emotional withdrawals. Right. Withdrawals from the habit of doing, of the, like, the activity, the, yeah, the like ritual. Not, be, not being able to sleep and shit because you're so used to going to sleep baked. That's a little bit different even. Right. But you don't, the the uh, the actual definition of addiction or a disease, the way right. that they, they say that uh, drug addiction is a disease is because 
of the the consequences the physical yeah. withdrawal the physical symptoms and signs can tell a doctor hey this person has this disease that they can't stop using this drug and they're having this reaction weed you don't have that because yeah. i i smoked weed heavily for many years same then a complete cessation for a few years while i was using harder drugs but there was still a period of time a couple years where i didn't where i just drank i didn't uh, and it wasn't every day, so it wasn't alcoholism or anything like that. It was like a weekend thing. And there, but there was no weed use through that whole time and never once experienced I anything. Think, I don't think I ever really like threw myself down the whole like alcohol, like whatever. Like, yeah, if I was drinking alcohol, I was always doing other things though. Like, I wasn't just alcohol and I'd be like, yeah, see, I just want to drink alcohol. Booze like, never did that type of shit to me. There's a, there's there's two completely separate types of people when it comes to drug addiction. There's the people that go full bore into drug addiction. Yeah. And then there's the people who are alcoholic induced. I know people that are in my extended family that the reason that their drug addiction took off was because the lowering of inhibitions through alcohol use yeah. brought them into the world where they're like, they would get a few drinks in and be like, I want to smoke some meth, you know? That's that's you know it sounds super fun. <laughs> Cracking up some shards, yeah. you know what I mean? Dude, I t I literally tell everybody this because they're like, "Are you ever gonna go out to the bars or something?" Like when you're on probation, I'm like, I don't know, man. I can't go out, drink one drink and be like, and not expect myself to be like, I want to go smoke shards, yeah. and then after I smoke them, be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go do heroin and ruin everything." Yeah, well, because that's just me. That's person. the whole thing we talked about it before. That once you fail, you feel that you failed by relapsing. You're like snowball, yeah. fucking just <laughs> make it bigger and bigger, make the problem bigger and bigger until you're fucking and you're in prison or you're yeah. dead. And that's shitty. Or you have a cold in the summertime. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Nobody that's addicted to anything should feel that way about no. it. If you. Like Leo Flowers said on that on the episode we had him on, he said with his with the food addiction thing, yeah, just come clean to a loved one. Like yeah, I fucked up, I, I relapsed, I ate a bunch of shit, or I did some, I did a little bit of fucking heroin or meth or whatever I did. Just I know that it was wrong. And shit. Yeah, hold yeah. yourself accountable. It's that way thing. you can you can turn you can turn it around. You could fix it because now you're. Because when you're when you're in the addiction, yeah, I know that you've done it. I've done it. Everyone I know has done it. They'll lie about it all day. For sure. If you catch them ripping a foil right in front of you, they're just like, this is uh, tea tree oil, Yeah, actually. Uh, I have the bottles. Oh, I lost it. most common thing is like, I'm not even I'm just chilling. I'm just I smoking, have it dude. under control. Yeah, I'm this fine. This is the first time I've done it in years. Yeah. I'm like, really? That's weird. I saw you shooting up yesterday. Yeah, I saw you but, in my crack den. Yeah, <laughs> but it's during the addiction, you're like telling your family and friends like, Oh no, I don't have a problem. And you're telling you you believe it too. You're telling yourself, I could sh I could for sure stop yeah. at a certain point. But then you get down the road further when you've tried and you're like, okay, this is starting to ruin my life. Yeah. I've now lost my job, I've lost, you know, a, a significant other, my friends that actually cared about me are like, it's time for tough love, bud. I cannot continue to speak to you. Yeah give you any kind of positive attention because you're being a shitbag and it's kind of i've recently had to kind of deal with this situation yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah it sucks especially coming from a place where i've been there yeah but 
it takes that kind of thing to get you out of the mindset that oh i can handle this i never truly accepted tough love bro till ne- recently bro Before, well yeah because you 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 uh you kind of resent right, the person right. for it and now i realize like what, what you're saying you have to go through that like mm-hmm. that's something now you're going through that on the other side of the like spectrum i guess right yeah where you're doing it to a homie you know what i mean you're giving him tough love and that's but it's weird right like it's just not like in a weird way but you know like it's 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 always been a thing for me like helping somebody else through the same thing yeah but helping somebody else through the same thing that i already went through or even like even to kind of tie it to like music teaching someone else how to play or teaching someone else how to sing or do anything like that it kind of it's teaching you more because the more you think about it and the more you put it into practice, the better you become at it. Yeah. That's how you are on the roof. A lot of the times you do, cause you do, we do the same shit all the time, but I see sometimes you're like, Oh fuck, I could do this instead of, yeah, you can always improve. Right. And that's, that's like the, the, the science brain as opposed to the flat earth brain is science is always like, they say the words, this is a, this is a, a, a scientific theory. Right. Meaning, this is a fact backed up by evidence. But people hear the, the whoa, evolution's just a theory. Yes, dummy. <laughs> but theory by itself from someone else is like, well, this is a conspiracy theory. Those things are not backed up by evidence. They're just said on the internet, which yeah. is hardly ever correct. It's not true. But scientific theory is a completely different thing. Scientific theory is the best word you can get that's the closest to the word fact. Because in science, you never want to be 100% because there's always something that can come after. And you don't want to be like, well, I lied. Yeah. Because now there's technically we figured it out even more. So this is the scientific theory as far as the, the addiction goes. Right. Is that these are the steps that you need to take and you need to take accountability and so would you, you need say, to like, be the honest. So you say like 12-step book is kind of like a scientific method for, you know what I mean? Cause you I have mean, to it go- has been, it's been tried. Uh, it, uh, they, they had a, hop, a hypothesis. They came up with a hypothesis. Right. This is a, this is the plan. Or I then, mean, did they fall? You mean like, but then like- people experimented, right? Many people have gone through 12 steps and then it's been tested over and over again by multiple people, which is like a, a, a double blind study uh, uh, or a third party test which is like when a, a scientist comes up with something they have to send their information to another scientist they have to reenact the exact same thing and get the exact same results yeah, yeah. to make this into a fact right and that's what the 12-step program did that it's tried and true for the people that it works for right but you have to be that kind of a person and my only issue really with the 12 step program only has ever been you have to give it up to a higher power you have to give all of the credit to something bigger than yourself and they want it to be god but yeah i didn't go through the whole religious standpoint of it yeah and you don't have to of yeah. course and, and a lot of them will tell you you don't but a lot of them will tell you that you do you have to give yourself over to jesus right. if you have a person leading that group that is so hardcore on religion they're pushing people away who could potentially be clean forever. And that's that's why I feel like I was, I guess, blessed when I was in rehab because like the people who there was a one of my one of the my counselor, the person who was doing all my inventory, hmm. he was 
highly religious and I always went in there and talked to him and questioned everything he said but at the end of the day he was like that's not you dog that's cool you do if whatever works for you bro like honestly you can and that's how it should be yeah because like when I I went I went into a couple NA meetings and I was well it was an AA meeting but they it was NAAA whatever same same exact thing same 12 steps so on the whiteboard they had written like Step one, Jesus. And I was just like, are you serious? Like, no. why, why can't my, like, uh, like giving, giving the power over to like giving credit to something bigger than myself. Couldn't that just be the idea? Like well, yeah. the collective consciousness of the universe that I'm now contributing a positive effect to that's li- that. Why can't be it, it be that? It can. Why does it have to be something that's tied to millions of murders uh, and 4,600 other religions that they say are all wrong see, well, and that, they're right? That's where I think these people are fucking ignorant because, like, that what you just said, what you just explained, if that's what you believe, right, mm-hmm. and whatever, that's it. It shouldn't be yeah. Jesus. Like, no, and, it should – what do you believe? Like, you just explained that to me. I'd be like, yeah. okay, cool. We'll try to work away work around your steps yeah. like that. And and technically, you don't even have to do that because, no. for like, that's the only part of the twelve steps that I have like a an issue with as a, uh, as it pertains to the religious part. Yeah, is that why is it that everyone has to? They're like number one, you have to give credit to somebody else. Why? What if I find strength and that I'm doing this myself? Yeah. Why is it that I have to give credit where I don't believe credit is due? See, and that's where that's where we're, that's why people also tell you to run your own fucking program. Yeah. You run your own program, dude. And you do what you feel like is going to help you. Whatever you're doing, if it's helping you, then that's fucking it. Especially if it's going to push some yeah. people like me away. Obviously, too, like because you you the fucking whole point of working the twelve steps is to fucking pay it forward, right? You're paying it forward yeah. to the next guy. And it's like, if you're pushing that kind of stuff on somebody, like, and they're trying to make them be your sponsee, they're going to probably be like, well, fuck, yeah. do I have to believe in that? Or fuck, am I doing and it all some, wrong? And some people will say, yeah, yeah you have to. No, that's You what, have to do that. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's like, like but, okay, so either I believe in what you believe in, or I just go back to doing drugs. Yeah. Okay, um, cool. And they're like, yep, so here's a Bible. And if you go, I don't. No, if you don't, you're a drug addict. So yeah, regardless, even if you stay clean, you're still a you're still a piece of shit drug addict. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. It's, I mean, uh, I did the twelve steps, but it didn't cure me because no. I relapsed after the twelve steps. Well, it's like you say every day. You got to choose to fucking stay sober. Every exactly. Day. You have to be ready. You yeah. can't force anybody to do anything. That's that's the twelve step book is like a fucking guideline. That's your yeah. guideline right yeah. there. But for me, like, I guess just not like, obviously I understood the 12 steps yeah. and I agree with a lot of them that you should, you know, do your penance. You should make your apologies. You have to make your amends and do all of that good stuff and do the community work and pay, pay whatever you can for yeah. besides that. But I think that some people if if you choose to put yourself into the recovery program like I did, where you're getting an injection that stops you from being able to use drugs, that's that was just part of 
my recovery it wasn't even a plan but it was like i for some reason i don't have the strength to just be like i'm good and that's the disease and it can't be cured by a higher power for me and for a lot of other people a lot of people na na don't work they end up back on the street and they end up back in na and then they're back on the street and that's part of the deal rehabs tell you relapse is part of the deal so don't give up about it. 13th step, dude. <laughs> yeah, 13th step is relapse. They always say that. <laughs> Make sure you do that one. Yeah. It's almost like they want you to do it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, once I got to the, the point where I was like, I need to get onto Suboxone and just do this with medical help. Because I've always been a bigger fan of science than religion. And 12 steps to me is the religion. And suboxone and a doctor is the science part of it like how do i change the way my brain works with medicine and just like on a family guy episode where the kid had cancer and lois was like you need to get this kid medical help and they're like we don't do that we're christian scientists and she goes but what what if doctors and medicine are just god's answered prayers why are you going to ask for his help if you're just going to wipe your ass with his with his response this is the gift he gave you or these people who dedicate their lives to helping people like you who did nothing for society. I don't so know why you can. I, that just reminded me of like, I think there was, a, I can't remember what it was, but it was a couple, right? One of them got, there was supposed to be a vaccine coming out for something. And the guy was like, no, 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 that's against our religion. That's Mahatma Gandhi. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I then, told you about yeah, this. Yeah. No, well, no, <laughs> we heard about it on History Hyenas and shit. I remember him talking about it, but like, that's just reminded me of the same thing. Like, I don't think they said it. I think Kurt Metzger said it. The history hyenas glazed over that part. Yeah. They did talk about him sleeping with his nieces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think Weird. I told you the extra part while we were listening because I was like, oh, they're not saying this but, part. Yeah, but it's just like that. He let his wife die yeah. of the disease that mm. he was like, no, you can't get that vaccine. And then he took it. And then he took the vaccine <laughs> yeah, yeah. later and lived yeah. to later die. Yeah. A complete asshole. Mm-hmm. And people look up to that man like a god because he was like, I'm not hungry. That's like he had it tattooed on his back. I wasn't hungry. Like thug life. I wasn't you know hungry what I mean? like three years ago. So. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's a great diet, but <laughs> Jenny it's Crank re- diet. Yeah, really bad for your skin. <laughs> like, yeah. there are some, and this is actually what we were trying to get to is the consequences yeah. of of addiction. Um, a friend of mine had commented on one of the YouTube, one of our last ones with Mason. Uh, philosophize this. Yes. These and philosophy these nuts. <laughs> and she was saying about how we were, or she was talking about how we were having a conversation about, you know, the issues and things that come along with addiction that a lot of people don't think about. They don't care about, they don't know about, but there, there's a lot, a laundry list of medical issues that come along with a, you know, an extended career of yeah. illicit drug use and uh, one of the one of the ones for me was I came out of it with sleep apnea. I came out of it with uh, barely any testosterone in my body because uh, heroin and going through the withdrawals and everything just promotes estrogen and basically reduces kills yeah, yeah, testosterone, yeah. kills free testosterone in your body. Um, plus a plethora of other things being on pills all those times it messed my stomach up my liver's probably toast my kidneys 
All of that shit is now garbage because of all the pills and everything that I did. Shooting up, you know, drugs with water from God knows where, you know. Yeah. You find a bottle in the street, you're like, this is probably water. Perfect. Hey, there's a rain gutter. It rained a couple weeks ago. We'll just pick these leaves out. Yeah. You know, just because you don't think about anything except How doing that high thing. right yeah. now. You just need to get high because I can't feel sick. I'll... I'll literally die if I if yeah. I have to feel sick for ten minutes, and that's why the miracle of Suboxone exists. But going through all that stuff, it's a lot easier to look back now, yeah, and not think about because people usually the first question people ask you about heroin is like, "What does it feel like?" And you have to tell them, "I mean, it feels great. It feels fucking amazing, dude. Like it's like." Your whole body's wrapped in a warm, squishy blanket. It, it's tingly and all of the, you know, the bad emotions and all these bad things, they go away. Like if they talk about in the Dewey yeah. Cox story. It's like Makes the cocaine. Bad feelings into good feelings. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. <laughs> cocaine never did that, though. It just makes your nose bleed and your mm-hmm. face numb. Make you want to tell things. Tell somebody your life story who gives no fucks. They're just yeah. waiting for their turn to tell you their life story that you don't give a fuck about. Um... <laughs> But no, and I mean, once you tell people I was a drug addict and they're like, oh, how amazing was it? Because you obviously have to feel pretty good on it to ruin your fucking life. Well, yeah, it does feel good for a little bit, but it always, no matter what, gets to that point where it's maintenance now. Yeah. Now it's just another thing you have to do. You have to waste all your money on it. And when you don't get it, you feel so horrible dude i would not take care of myself until i got well like if i of course I had, not if i had money in the morning and i was dirty i was like i'm gonna go pick up first and then i'm gonna come shower and brush my teeth and but then you go get high and ass. you don't shower yeah. and then your balls and then i not out over that's it yeah exactly <laughs> and it makes you not give a fuck about yeah. anybody anybody anything your your family members are dying that's cool, whatever. I can go get drugs right now. Yeah, That's it's sick. Fine. It's fine. But there's always those times when there's you can't get anything. Oh, my God. And you're just... Most of your time, honestly, is spent looking. on your phone. Yeah, looking. Just typing. Most people don't have phone service, so they're on yeah. Wi-Fi. I got to get to McDonald's so I can get Wi-Fi. I got to get to wherever to get Wi-Fi so Been I can there. text him. And then the person you're buying drugs off of doesn't have a... He doesn't have a, you know... Uh, a payment plan, a plan on his phone, so he's on Wi-Fi with a number that he changes every week. Mm-hmm. And you get so used to that taking up your whole day that once you look back at all the time you spent and all you did was wait for a, a on your phone. Bing. You wait for that fucking Facebook message or the text or whatever to come through and then you go let's go oh yeah you just keep reload refresh refresh (laughs) refresh refresh refresh. i'm getting anxiety thinking about it yeah and yeah and it's fucking terrible and a lot of people still go through it and a lot of people if you talk to them they're like yeah i wish i could you know i wish i could fuck off i wish i could get off of this shit but there's nothing out here to help me but there is there is now yeah it hasn't been around for long because when I got clean the first time when I got sent to rehab and shit. There was nothing available in this town. There's still no rehab here. Yeah, that's something that... And usually you, you want to go to a rehab outside of your town because it's 
a lot easier to not think about having people bring drugs into you and shit like that, which I know happens at rehabs all the time. Oh yeah. If people go there from that neighborhood, they're just funneling drugs in and shit. So all of, that's how it was in every like every rehab that I'd spoken to, somebody was either like, "Oh yeah, someone just got kicked out because they had this." Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's worse things that can come from, especially sharing needles. Yeah, there's you can get fucking AIDS. That's how like in Rent, the movie Rent, uh, there was like the there was the the gay people, then there was the drug users. And then there was the guy who his girlfriend was a drug user and he had sex with her and he got HIV that way. But then you have hep C, yeah, which is the one that that's pretty much the majority. It's the most common one, I think, yeah. when it comes to. I knew plenty of people and a lot of times they wouldn't warn you. And you do things like share a cotton or share yeah. a spoon. I fucking got it now. Yeah. And that's. Not really that surprising. No. Like, it was more surprising when uh, a couple years ago when you were like, oh, yeah, no, I don't have it. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was weird. Like, I was like, how the fuck? Because I remember when I went and got tested for it, they tested me for HIV and hep C at the same yeah, time. same. And they brought me into the room, and the lady was like, she got up close to my ear, and she was like, your test was negative. And oh. I was like, you fucking bitch dude yeah i fucking knocked her out (laughs) real quick no but it was terrifying because even though it's something that's completely manageable and it's something that you can get rid of not hiv i got told in jail and they were like so there's good news and bad news and i'm like what's the bad news the good news is the mother of your kid's dead (laughs) (laughs) they're like the good news is you don't have hiv oh sick awesome okay okay so what can the bad news be not that bad yeah they're like you have hep c Ah, fuck, that kills Ah, you too. God damn it. Slowly. (laughs) But, yeah, but there is a way to get rid of it, and you're not taking care of it, but, you know, to each their own, you know what I mean? (laughs) You'll uh, you'll fucking figure it out and shit like that. Now I'll hit you up from the hospital, don't you? Yeah, yeah, when you're all, like, blotchy and red and Mm, fucked off from weird jaundice cirrhosis. It's like, hey, bro, I can't make it into work tomorrow. There's a very good excuse. Yeah. I'm fucking dying. (laughs) Remember that hep C thing I told you about 12 years ago that I never took care of? Fucking dead now. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, okay, cool. You're fired. So, (laughs) you're fired. So, who fucking cares? Yeah. Um, let's fuck. Let's whoosh real quick, and then uh, we'll 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 change up the topic a little bit, so you don't have to keep hearing about drogas and all that jazz. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And we're back. I say that like it was a really upbeat, hilarious conversation we were having (laughs) before we come back. And then he died. And we're back with Eva. It's like what uh, Brian Callen was talking about earlier. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like I'm about to go do a stand-up and I'm talking to the mother and father of these Oh like yeah, a child that just passed away. No, that was Brandon Schaub. Oh, okay. Brandon was saying like, "Don't ever come here again <laughs> yeah, yeah. with that energy." Yeah, of course not. Um, but you know, that's why that's why we classify this as a mental health addiction yeah. slash comedy podcast. And that shit's just it's hard. The re- it's the reality of things, yeah. though. And, and, it's, and it is. It's so hard to try to be funny all the time. Like if you listen to comedy podcasts. A lot of them aren't funny all the time. No. They have their funny moments, but it loses all of its authenticity if 
everything you say is a fucking joke. I mean, YMH is good at it because they have the multimedia aspect of it. Real Ass Podcast is good at it because they always have other comics on there. Zach's super quick. Lewis always has good jokes. They make fun of Lewis a lot, and that makes it funny. (laughs) But it's really hard to stay authentic and talk about real shit. And especially when you're trying to push some kind of a message. Yeah. Like... Obviously, we this podcast started off as a completely different thing. Yeah. It started off with no real direction because it was kind of just like a spur of the moment. I was like, hey, I want to start a podcast. And you were like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Record. Yeah. And then we're like, so pooping. Yeah. Buttholes. Joe fuck, Biden. Punching drywall. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hooker pee. Yeah. <laughs> he fucked a hooker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so... Like that stuff's it's funny and all, but it's like there's stand up comedy for that. And that's yeah. something obviously something that I'm working on. I'm still writing and trying to work that shit out. But it's like working out things like therapy, because if 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 a person listening even kind of gets what we're talking about, they can relate whatever they're talking about to what we're talking about. And it's like the shared experience, feeling the the just the the relation between human beings like there's you know people are suffering here or they're happy or this conversation is even remotely fucking interesting i can get my mind off of my shit for you know an hour to an hour and 12 minutes yeah and with i mean i would love to just consistently be hilarious but I pretty much blow my load doing that at, in during the day. Yeah. I crack jokes pretty much the whole drive to and from wherever our job's at. If we were recording on our ways to and from, we would have a whole different podcast. Which, which <laughs> we've, we've thought about how to do it, but there's no way to make it sound good. Because no. that truck is not very well <laughs> yeah, we insulated. It's a very quiet like vehicle, first of all. Yeah. And so we're not hearing. Yeah, we have an exhaust leak in the truck. <laughs> like it's a fucking nightmare. Um, but also, I think the majority of people don't want to just hear dick and fart jokes and yeah. shit like that because there's already plenty of that, and there's professional comedians to compete with. It's and professional, it's like, yeah, uh, dick and fart jokers. Yeah, there's professionals who talk about dicks and farts. Jokers, stupid. The impractical jokers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Sal has a podcast with Chris DiStefano, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Chrissy D has his own podcast. Sal, uh, Giannis Pappas has his own podcast. So the market there is pretty well taken up. Mm-hmm. The real estate there is pretty well taken up. And it's like we both have experience with mental health and addiction, so why not talk about something like that? A lot of people don't get to hear this yeah. side of the type of that type of shit. And... You know, true crime podcast, there's about, I think there's 800,000 podcasts last time I looked, over 800,000, 725,000 of them are true crime podcasts. Literally the fucking majority is true crime. And they all talk about the same fucking thing most of the time? Yeah. How many, you know, how many true crimes are there? Just, I mean, for just an American podcast, there's probably 600,000. What about the fucking false crimes, dude? That's what I do. (laughs) I have a false crime podcast called... uh, you know, have the false accusation podcast. Yeah. And I just accuse, I go around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's a man on the street podcast. Yeah. I just go around and like go, Billy on the you street. fucking killed her, you piece of shit. Yeah. And he's like, who 
are you? And yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. You're going to prison. It's like that Billy Eichner dude that I showed you. Yeah. Billy on the street. Yeah, yeah. I see his shit pop up on <laughs> Netflix and all. He's hilarious. Yeah, he is. He probably has a pocket. Every celebrity has a podcast, so it's like that's something to compete with too. They can just start a podcast and they can just go, hello, I'm, I'm, um, who's a celebrity? I'm Robert Downey Jr. Hello, pay me. That's all he's got to say. That's all you got to say. Um, so I had lunch today. Yeah. It was pretty good. All right. I got to go do other shit that's way more important. Yeah. And then 75 million views in the first minute. Then he's paid. Yeah, and he has a thousand sponsors. He's sponsored by he just go, he, just, he just says this government pay me, and then you just hear him eating food. He just goes, "I'm Iron Man, bye," <laughs> oh. and then he leaves. And then he says, "I love you, two thousand. And he goes, "I was in Encino Man too. You forget about that shit, bitch. Oh my god! Yeah, he was the he was like the dickhead boyfriend in in Encino Man. Fucking great movie. Um, Robert yeah, Downsy Jr. That was another one of the reasons why we started because I was like listening to all these people talk about like, I'm sure that people in like you know, uh, people in like the construction industry and normal people who aren't in show business, they think this way, they're all fucking idiots. And I'm sitting here like, I mean, obviously I know that they're joking and generalizing and that's part of what they're doing, but they're right. There's not a lot of people that aren't famous already starting a podcast to just talk about what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Yeah. So initially that's what we're like, let's just talk about what's going on. Then it was like, I don't fucking care what's going on. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. With that, <laughs> some stuff, some stuff that I see, I'm like, okay, well, shit. I kind of have a, a thought on that because it kind of pertains to things that I know about, like the Britney Spears thing that popped up. Yeah. Now, Chris Crocker was right, dude. Chris Crocker, he's like Minority Report, dude. <laughs> he's Tom he's- Cruise in Minority Report. He pre like pre thought crime that shit. So many people Leave have said Brittany this already, alone. and they were like, "What's he talking about?" Now they're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, so many people have said this already on podcasts. Yeah, but it's so fucking. And he true. did that before the conservatorship <laughs> yeah, and everything, yeah. dude. So there was nothing. Chris it was Crocker. just, "What's up, dude?" I believe you, bro. Always have for sure. He's hilarious too. Chris Crocker's fucking hilarious. Always have. I watched uh, watched some of his videos. It's been a it's been a while though. I don't know what happened. Um, but yeah, I watched it, uh, last weekend or whatever, sometime I watched it at a time and on a day when I brought it up, I watched it like a couple days later. Yeah. So a lot of it, I kind of already knew about, um, but the whole idea that the judge gave the dad conservatorship when she was like, uh, uh-uh. yeah. she went, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> she did she did a trick daddy yeah. uh-uh. and they were like well fuck you what do you know you yeah. crazy bitch <laughs> and he banged the fucking he banged a squeaky gavel yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your dad has custody of you basically you're a fucking child again why not give it to her mom or give it yeah. to that assistant lady who's a she was a fucking awesome person and her mom actually gave sweet a sweet lady too. yeah of course the dad bailed yeah and obviously all he cares about when she was a teen pop star was banging her teen friends who she didn't have. Literally all he she wasn't allowed to have friends. Remember what he said when like she was becoming like my daughter's going to be famous one She's day. Gonna She's going to buy me a boat. Yeah, that's it. And that's the, the lady that was talking about it, the uh, talent yeah, uh, yeah. talent agent. She was like, "And that's all I want to say about yeah, him." That's all you need to know, really. Yeah. <laughs> He's a fucking 
dirt bag. He's a fucking piece of and shit. And then all this information has now been exposed by the, what was it, the New York Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all this information is now out there. What was the document called Framing Britney, right? Yeah, Framing Britney was the, the title of that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I just heard recently that a judge denied Jamie uh, a raise. Basically, he was getting paid way too much already, and he was like, I need more because whores are expensive. Yeah. Because how young I want them, they're yeah. really expensive. Jesus. Shipping them here from the Philippines and whatnot. Ooh, okay. And how is it not like been taken on by? Because like how she wanted to get her own attorney. She's like, I have an attorney, and they're like, Fuck that! No, you don't get an attorney. We're gonna give you a state appointed. That never would happen. No. Because you can pay for an attorney in the state where you're at. You could pay for any attorney you want. No matter what your crime is, and they come and they they just go, oh fuck you, you're a public defender, get out of here. You don't work on this case anymore. Mm. I work on this case because they hired me. That's fucking crazy. So for and it had to have been the dad that was like, no 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 no. He was like, this guy who I have paid with your money is going to represent you. Yeah. Completely 100 percent fair. Everything's on the level. Trust me. Why not? Why why wouldn't you trust me? I'm your Dad, no, why right? You trust me. Am I your uncle or your dad? Either way. Who are you, Jamie Lynn? Yeah. Which one are you again? Steve Lynn? Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> but now that all this info's out, why doesn't a a, a high powered attorney, Laura Wasser, you know what I mean? She's a divorce attorney, but still, she knows law. Get out there. Yeah. Go. God damn it. Go free Britney. Britney God damn needs it. out of this conservatorship. You motherfucker. Fuck. And then the judge will go, oh, yeah, for sure. Get a fucking new judge. They can throw the case That's out. That's true. Get a new fucking judge. You can always request that. But Brittany's under this conservatorship where she has no rights. Yeah, she has no say this in anything. This is supposed to be for a person who is completely out of their minds, old as fuck and can't control themselves and can't make rational thoughts. Brittany Spears is not that, no. clearly. She made some videos where things seemed kind of weird, but... She's been locked in a home and treated like a fucking mental patient for years. Dude, and ev when everything was going down, she was so fucking, like, thrown into the spotlight. Oh, back in the day? Yeah. Of like, course anybody would lose their fucking fuck mind. To yeah. be Michael Jackson-level famous yeah, from hung blanket out of the being, being nobody, and then two weeks later. Because yeah. Michael Jackson had the benefit. Jackson I mean, obviously, fired. he didn't have a benefit. Michael Jackson was horribly mistreated for yeah. fucking certain. Yeah. So he was, just, he was born into a family. Yeah. The dad, Joe, forced him to dance all day, not feed him, do all this horrible shit. Dance, made him dance. like forced him to hate his face so he had to, you know, completely yeah. fuck his nose up, just massacre his face. Because his father just beat this into his brain that he was ugly and had a big nose and all this shit. But he grew up in the spotlight since he was a baby. Yeah. Britney Spears, you know, she did the, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or Mickey Mouse. Was that what it was? Clubhouse? Yeah. Whatever. So she did the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse thing when she was a, a child. Then everything was normal. She got a job and was a normal teenager and went to school and everything. Then she was performing at malls. Just, you know. Oops. Right. Well, that song was not hit me, baby. Yeah, Singing at strip malls with 13 people in the audience. Then, like two weeks later, 
boom, yeah. TRL, blowing, blowing Carson Daly on the on TRL in front of the window. Yeah. Jack Michael Jackson level fame. Michael Jackson fucked Michael Jordan. Britney Spears came out that fucking famous, but their fame fucked each other. Fame fucking Britney Spears came out most famous shit in the world for a teenaged girl. Like how could anybody fathom what the fuck that's like? Justin Bieber, yeah. he was kind of famous when he was a child as well. He got big on YouTube when he was like 10 playing the drums. And then Baby came out. He was like 12 or 13 or something. Dude, all these people, though, like they all envision that, right? Oh, paparazzi's going to be wanting to take pictures of me, all this it's shit. Horrible. And then once you terrible. get there, you're like. Especially with how they were fuck. towards Britney. Yeah, they were fucking Just, horrible, bro. They were. Those are fucking vultures, Ethan Klein. Yeah, okay? boy. Like, I can't, I can't think of another person who was more mistreated by the paparazzo than Britney Spears. Britney Spears was basically savagely attacked. They drove her to the brink of insanity yeah. with this shit. She shaved her head because she was tired of people grabbing at her and fucking smelling her hair and wrapping it around their nuts. Whatever they did with it. I'm not saying that's what I would do. I'm just saying that's what other people did. That's what I did. And then, and then it just she just she did what didn't she do like America's Got Talent or something for a while, which wasn't that long ago. She was on one of those fucking shows, a talent show of some sort. I think it was America's Got Talent. So she was on that show for, and that was not that long ago, a decade within a decade, I'm sure, or a little more maybe, but. She was completely with it. Come fucking completely with it. You could ask her anything. Very smart, very professional, very articulate. Wasn't a fucking dummy at all. And you're telling me within a decade, a person in their 40s brain degenerated so far that they're incompetent to handle their own money. That's what these people, that's what the judge believes. The dad was able to convince a judge of this. That is fucking a banana and ham sandwich. So you know what I mean? There has to be something going on. But, um, of course. The dad blew the right judge. There you go. That's all. It's the dad blew him. the right judge. And Brittany's got a boyfriend. Um, and he seemed, he's with it too. He He's completely coherent as well as Brittany is. And as far as the videos that people were all like, what the fuck? She just like walked into frame. Yeah. Smiled, did a couple turns yeah. on Wear the catwalk. Wear a black shirt if you need help. A yellow shirt. Yellow shirt. And then the next one, she wore a yellow shirt. Of course she needs fucking help. <laughs> Somebody go get her. <laughs> what the fuck? Free fucking Britney. Where is Shrek at, dude? Leave Britney alone. Leave Britney that. alone. I'm just going to repeat that. For real. But they need to leave Britney. They need to free... <laughs> They need to free Britney. Alone. I'm 100% with it. Free free Britney alone. It's a new phrase. We're making hashtags and t-shirts. Uh, so uh, ta- hashtag free Britney alone. Yeah. Um, F-R-E-E-V-E, Britney alone. Um, but yeah, it. I, uh, I can't really think of any other, any other moments where something... Like, they kind of did that to Michael Jackson and shit like that. They kind of pushed him to the brink, especially once the allegations started coming out. But um, 
they're the way that they're talking about Britney and saying that she has these mental issues and things like that. I've known a lot of people that have had a varying amount of a varying amount and a varying intensity of mental issues. She does not strike me as a person that has them. The look in her eyes, she's coherent because you can tell when someone's not there. The, those fucking but the lights video, are on and no one's home. Yeah, those fucking videos too. Like she looks bored. Yeah, like she's, she's losing her mind. Yeah. Okay, it's the same exact shit. Putting somebody in solitary confinement in yeah. prison is fucking torture. Literally, that should not be allowed. It doesn't rehabilitate anybody. They lose all sense of themselves, bro. There was that That's documentary. I can't remember the guy's name, but there was a documentary about a guy who was wrongly accused of a crime. He was put into solitary confinement for legit like five fucking years straight. Oh, fuck. To that. where he was losing his mind. And then he got out. And then I think they loopholed him back in, back into solitary confinement, and he fucking died. This is what you're this is what they're doing to Britney Spears. They're locking her. She's been on this quarantine shit for a few years now. Yeah. This isn't just since March. This has been for a long fucking time. Any but put anybody in that situation and see if they don't go batshit insane. If I stay home for more than a day, I'm just like, who am I gonna fucking kill? Someone's gonna get it. And it ain't gonna be me. <laughs> It's, and what is she gonna do? Play fucking Call of Duty? Yeah, she's Britney fucking Spears. Start she a spent Twitch her life that I would fucking subscribe to. Of course, <laughs> start an OnlyFans, please. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, kind of. Um, <laughs> but no, she she spent her life being able to fly wherever, get chauffeured around, go shopping, do all these normal things. Yeah. Now she doesn't have control of her own money. She's not allowed to go anywhere. She's completely locked into a situation where she's forced to now get in her own brain and just rewire everything wrong. No. She's not allowed to have therapy. At least let her have better help. She has her phone. She can post shit on Instagram or TikTok or whatever she's doing, but... Who's in control of all that? Is her dad making her put out these things like pretend that you're happy? Just like making he's got the... control of all the yeah social probably, bro. He has control over money. I can't imagine that she has control over anything in her fucking life. So obviously, everyone agrees. This isn't speaking out of school or saying anything, you know, uh, controversial. Britney Spears needs to be out of the conservatorship because this is enslavement yeah literally it is literally enslavement yeah she's being held against her will and being used for money yeah that's enslavement so sounds illegal to me (laughs) you know what i mean there should be like an age limit sounds kind of iffy bro yeah and Shouldn't, like, a medical doctor of some sort have to have gone and, you know, uh, what's the word? You know, uh, when they uh, Examine? Kind of. It's kind of like examine. But they're basically figuring out if you're mentally competent or not. Right, right, right. So they can go there, ask her questions, kind of, like, see her responses. Oh, like a professional. Yeah, a medical doctor can go in there, see what the fuck is up. Yeah. And be like, 
oh, she's fine. What are you talking about? But now at this point, it's kind of she's at a disadvantage because she's kind of going crazy because she's being alone for so. I mean, she has her boyfriend and shit, but fuck, you can't spend that much time with your boyfriend. Just dude, what fucking kind of life is that? She's got a boyfriend and she's like, hey, I want to fucking. What if she's like, I want to fucking take my boyfriend somewhere. Can't fucking do it. I want to buy my boyfriend something. No. Well, he has to work. I don't even know, like, what the deal is. Can he take her places? Like, is she literally locked in a in her home? Does she? I know she's in California, and so if she's she kind of places. Are there like security? And, yeah, just a shit ton of people I, being like. I'm assuming that with that lo- with the level yeah, the level of fame that right. she has, there's no way that she's allowed to just like walk among humans. If I could, I would be like, if I could get a hold of her, I'd be like, Brittany, let's go like on a ferris wheel or something and yeah <laughs> you know what i mean just take her out of her house and be yeah. like let's go i mean Mary to be totally honest i had her first album i got it i got Saint. i got the slim shady lp and britney spears on the same day that's the uh, i think it was for heard. my birthday it's hard and um it was the first time my mom realized i wasn't gay because <laughs> she was like holding the cd <laughs> or i was holding the cd and she was like do you like her like, do you think she's pretty? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Super weird and awkward yeah, fuck about it. Yeah, mom. She's fucking I'm like, bad. I want to eat her butt, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. You're a monster. Yeah. I mean, it is super depressing. Like, it was not, it was not a fun watch, but it was definitely, it was entertaining, and it was informative, and it was showing me that the justice system is as fucked up as I've always known it to I'm just, be. I'm and just it's fucked up towards celebrities somehow. I'm glad somebody, who, whatever, New York Times, right? I'm just glad at least they were like, I'm going to fucking release this, even though it's such a fucking tough thing to talk about, I guess, or a controversial yeah. thing to talk about. Kinda. I mean, it's... It's kind of out of left field, which is yeah. weird. Like, there wasn't really a... There wasn't really any kind of catalyst for this to just come out of out of left field like that. Yeah, but, but it's cool. That, it's glad. I'm glad that it did. Yeah, the fact that it's out there is good, dude. Because I wonder how long they were like filming and shit for, I don't know. or if they could get to Britney to like speak because she wasn't in it. I don't even think they did. Did they? No, she wasn't in it at this moment. They just had old footage of her. Yeah, talking and shit like that, and how mistreated that she had been in the media and when she was talking to uh, what's her face, Diane Sawyer. It's all good footage too, because it was pretty much like making the point of what the fuck they're saying. Yeah, just... there the majority was talking about media mistreatment of her and yeah. the mistreatment by her father, and that he has ulterior motives, obviously, mm-hmm. and that the interview with Diane Sawyer, where she was basically like, "So you're a whore, right?" You have fake tits. You're a whore. You cheated on Justin, which is my boyfriend. Bitch, you're fucking 70, and you're still 70 20 years later? That's fucking weird. Yeah. And Brittany started crying. Like, getting grilled. You said, remember remember what we were just talking about earlier? The lady said that she she would shoot Brittany because of whatever, some shit like that. If she... Oh, yeah, she would kill her. Yeah. She's like, if I could shoot her, I would. Yeah. Because... being what? For being a woman? Yeah weird a woman saying i'll shoot a woman for being a beautiful it's woman yeah because she was saying that Fuck she you, was sexualizing woman. herself or something let her Who and she fuck? she by that time i think she had released oops i did it again she was wearing a full red latex suit literally more clothes than anybody has ever worn 
Her whole all body these, was covered in a red jumpsuit. All are like, that's inappropriate. How, how do you know about that? Hmm? Yeah. What have you been doing? Or Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, Christina Aguilera came out right after that with Dirty, where you saw her anus. You saw her colon. You saw her colon. Okay? And Britney Spears came out with... windows of her soul. Yeah. Which is the inner sphincter at the top of her colon. And then Britney Spears came out with Toxic. And in the video, she just wore like kind of like a poison ivy type shirt and then pants, like leathery type pants. How is she more like, I don't get it. And then Christina Aguilera flipped a bitch and was like, I'm a 40s pinup model and shit like that. And then married a weird looking dude. Yeah. It's very strange. Happens. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll whoosh again and we'll come back with a completely different set of balls. <laughs> All right. So, um, last thing I want to talk about, it kind of, it kind of refers back to, uh, what we were talking about in the very beginning. Uh, well, not the very beginning, but the second half of the beginning, the consequences of drug use and the, the sleep apnea thing. Mm -hmm. Now I know a couple other people that have sleep apnea. Most of them are older or they're, you know, obese technically, but then Mason, who was on, he has sleep apnea. And now mine is getting increasingly worse, which I don't, which I, I guess at this point, I'm kind of thinking that I can attribute it to the Suboxone. So yeah, with the, with the Sublicade, it's at this point, it's a matter of does the risk outweigh the reward? Yeah. So even at this point with how many injections I've had, they have told me that it'll last fucking a year or two into the future. So even if I didn't continue getting shots, I still have to deal with it for two fucking years. So if it is that, I'm pretty much boned on it and I kind of have to deal with it because sleep apnea comes with much greater yeah. side effects than anything else. Because, you know, having sleep apnea, your the oxygen in your blood, the oxygen level in your blood goes down. Your sleep isn't great. It can lead to strokes and heart attack, which are, you know, things that can fucking kill you. Fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that's, that's a bigger, a bigger problem than pretty much anything else that I have to deal with. Like yours is the Hepsi, a tall yeah. glass of Hepsi. All I wanted was a Pepsi though. His name is Mike and all he wanted was a Hepsi, a Pepsi. And he got Hepsi. <laughs> so it's basically like, it's like asking for a Coke and getting a Diet Coke. Fuck. Like it's you like go asking to, for a Coke and getting a Pepsi. It's like, <laughs> it's like asking for a Coke and getting hepatitis C. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Hep C can be cured. Yeah. And sleep apnea can't really be cured. And now at this point, I don't even know if it is the Suboxone. Um, I just know that I didn't have it before. And then it started, but it's also, I started the testosterone because my testosterone levels were so low and I started the sublocade. That's weird. And you got to go do that, uh, the sleep, uh, yeah, the overnight so thing, huh? I'm going to have to go to a place, um, and sleep at a fucking doctor's you, office. Basically like a teddy bear or something. They showed me the bed. There's a bed. 
um, and I sleep, and then they're like, they put electrodes on you and the thing on your finger and the strap around your chest that te- checks your breathing. Damn, it's going to be like you and got they, abducted by aliens and Yeah, shit. I've had to wear it before, but I took it home. But oh. now they're going to have a guy just sitting at a, at a computer. Like this. And he's not going to be in the room with me. He's down the hall. So he's down the hall looking at a monitor. And then it's going to go, boo, when I stop breathing. And then he's going to go, all right. Then he's going to walk in there. Slowly. He's going to take his fucking time. He's going to go take a piss. He's going to take a shiss. Make a sandwich. He's gonna, Yeah, he's going to make a PB&J. And then he go, fuck, I want a bologna. Make another one. And then he goes, god damn it, I wanted to use the whole wheat bread. Makes yeah. another one. So three sandwiches later. Then he comes in. I'm fucking dead. Yeah. Boom, defibrillates me. Wake up. Then they put a CPAP mask on me. And there's three different kinds. There's the the over the nose, yeah. the over the mouth, and the over the nose and mouth. Then they have to fuck with pressure, you know, whatever back and forth to figure out where the sweet spot is. And it's continuous positive air pressure is CPAP. Continuous positive air pressure. So it's forcing air into your nose or mouth to an airway opening, and it's just opening the airway for you with positive air pressure and it's constant um so it's not comfortable at first it's something that definitely has to be kind of acclimated but at this point i wear a mouthpiece and i had to acclimate to that and it was a pain in the ass but i'm also getting invisible braces i'm going with um i'm going with bite uh the bite in uh the bite aligners because of the hyperbite thing and the smile assurance and all that shit, it, it made it a better choice vibrator. for me. Vibrator. Yeah, it came with a vibrator and shit. Um, so, yeah, maybe we'll all get sponsored by Bite. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Bite? I'll do a video for you guys if you want to hook it up. Um, and it's really not that expensive. It's like seventy nine ninety nine a month, whatever. Um, but I can't wear the mouthpiece with the Vita liners. Because then for another year or so after that, I have to wear a retainer oh. at night. So I won't be able to wear the line, wear the mouthpiece for that either. So you're in a fucking pickle and not a the real deal pickle. No, not a 10 to 2 pickle. I'm in a real, uh, like a baseball pickle. Yeah. A rock and a oh. hard place is another way to say that. Yeah, boy. Um, But... They call it a mandibular device is the mouthpiece. It just holds your bottom jaw forward. Mandibular. But now at this point, it's it's progressed to the point where it's obstructive sleep apnea. Oh, fuck. So I wake up like <gasps> not breathing, Jesus. which is fucking terrifying because then I wake up in the morning with my alarm and I'm just like dying. I can't fucking stay awake. Like I'm exhausted all the time. Yeah. I'm exhausted right now. And that's how it was before when I found out I had sleep apnea. So hopefully all that shit gets solved. Hopefully the bite aligners make me beautiful. You know what I mean? You're fucking beautiful, bro. I don't have, you know, I know that it's hard to see from this far away, but I have crowding. My, my teeth are crowded and all fucked up. This tooth back, this tooth forward. I'll make, I, I might, I might do a video about, you know, how they work. Cause I've watched a lot of the other people's videos about bite and explain it a little better probably. yeah there's some that i'm just like oh, fuck i wish they would show this and they don't like i want them to you know be more consistent with it or explain it differently they just stand there and they just talk and i'm like where so are they this here yeah they don't even do that they're just like yeah so 
I got, they're talking and then it goes. They go. I got bite aligners. What's up? They're talking. And it goes whoosh and it's just them with the thing in there and it's vibrating. They don't even show that either. And then they're like, okay, I haven't really found one. I found one where the guy's just like, you do this and he didn't do it. I was like, show the process, you know. And then they're like, I'll show every week. I'll show the update. And then it's every three months. Ooh, and I'm like, a come on, bitch. For the beginning. What? Have Change it. from a guy to a girl? Yes. Oh, what is it? <laughs> no, that's what I was thinking. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, what was it seriously, though? I was, no, it was like, perfect. Way to start it. They're like, because you know how they have talk. Here's a charger. Yeah. Shit's already charging. And like... Video start. I don't know. It looked cooler in my head. Smoking trails. <laughs> it looked, the, the idea looked, weird. sounded way cooler in my head. Yeah. So Morgan oh, Freeman was dope. announcing it. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I might, I might do that just Shit. to, uh, just to have a different type of content on here. Cause like I post the music stuff on our page and I post the podcast. You know what we should do? We should like do like test out stuff that you see on TV. Like, have you seen the, the ab machine that you put on your stomach and it the like electrode ones? Yeah. Super yeah. off topic, but that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of review things we could we could do reviews and shit like that. Um, Because really, it's just people people that have funny reactions to shit. And sometimes I do, um, and sometimes I get angry. Yeah, but I definitely yeah I definitely want to uh, once I get the bite aligners, I'll probably post a video, and then if people give a fuck, I'll update. But other than that, yeah. Because you can hashtag bite on YouTube now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was uh, episode number 28. We covered, you know, the consequences of addiction. We covered some recovery type stuff. Mm-hmm. Talked about 12 steps. We talked about Suboxone. Don't even fuck with methadone. It's not worth it. I mean, if that's the only th- option available, I guess it's better than being on drugs, but not really. No. You know what I mean? Suboxone's a much better way to go, and it actually has a, spe- a specific plan to get you off of it and get you back being a normal member of society and productive member of society. And it doesn't fuck you up like methadone does. I've seen people slumped over on methadone years down the road, and it's just not fucking worth it. Um, also... Uh, Check out my my music on the YouTube page. I uh, posted two more songs. It's just me playing guitar and singing. Um, actually, one of them is me playing ukulele and singing, and it's the uh, Can't Help Falling in Love by Elvis, but it's the 21 Pilots version. Love it. So I do uh, did that, and I posted a Smoking Pope's uh, Pretty Pathetic. But other than that, click that button down there. And don't forget about this right here. Toby Morse, what's up? And what's that guy's? John Joseph. Yeah, John Joseph. John Joseph. Shout out to John Joseph. And uh, thanks for watching episode 28. Thank you, Of the Still Poking Out Podcast. Let's get rid of them You know what I'm saying? Still fucking up. Still fucking up.